Chapter 15. James arrived home very late from Zoe's that night. Kirk, shut all the curtains and set my wake-up call for 8 a.m. Curtains are shut and the wake-up call for 8 a.m. confirmed, came the reply. Thank you, Kirk. James responded as he kicked off his shoes, stripped off his clothes and hopped into the shower. One men wash and go tonight I think. He made his selection on a panel in the shower, lifted his arms to make a 90-degree angle, spread his stance, then closed his eyes and mouth. A spray came out that doused him head to toe, followed by foam and a robotic arm that lathered him up. Another spray rinsed him off and lastly a strong dryer blew over him. It took 60 seconds from start to finish and he was squeaky clean. He then grabbed his oral A+, inserted it into his mouth and 20 seconds later was done. Ah you've got to love technology. He climbed under the covers and thought he was going to fall asleep in two seconds flat, as he was dead tired, but he couldn't help but think about his day, about Caleb. And ex-life. And, re-life. James sat up in bed, suddenly wide awake. I can go back and see if it was him or not sitting on that Orbex box. He jumped up and went to the media room. Kirk, log into re-life, please, he instructed the VA as he put on the gear. The long line of emotions was laid out in front of him and he had to carefully analyze his feelings again to figure out which one to choose. There was a very clear spike where he thought he saw Caleb, so it wasn't difficult for him to decide this time. This is the one. Immediately, James was surrounded by the familiar moment of silence, the gust of wind, the faint star coming closer and closer until he could see planet Earth, Britopia, the Greater Valley, then the Morgan Village and Shelby. There. There you are. He looked behind him and saw a figure sitting exactly where he expected. Caleb. It is you. But. How? He looks exactly the same as the day. He stopped himself from becoming too emotional. Immediately, the scene ended, and the voice announced, Thank you for using Re. Life. James took off the headgear before she could finish her payoff. What's going on? Why was he there? James went off to bed, and this time he fell asleep right away. He was physically, mentally, and now, emotionally, exhausted. The next morning, which was just a few short hours later, he was awakened by the birds chirping, the sun shining in and the smell of coffee. Thank you, Kirk, I'm awake now. Although he was still really tired, the cheerful awakening really did help. You're welcome James, Kirk said, friendly. The birds stopped chirping, the sunlight gave way to normal lighting and the curtains opened, revealing a dark gloomy day. A looks like a rebreather day, Kirk, that's never fun. Indeed it is James, air quality is at 25%. I would recommend a rebreather today. James was busy finishing his coffee when the familiar but unfamiliar voice came over the media center. Mr. McKenzie, stand by for an all meeting. Wait why now? I literally just woke. He had no choice, and soon he found himself where he did not wish to be. Things were a little different this time, and not just because they were sitting on top of an extremely high mountain in the freezing cold. This time, all the people sitting around the table could see a blurred version of each other. The man, whose voice they had only heard, was now standing across from James, also visible. Good morning all. Things are a little fresh aren't they? 
Please do grab a warm coat from the closet on my left over there. Everyone stood up and went to get themselves a coat. When James looked at the rack of coats, there was one with his name on it. He put it on and it was a perfect fit, comfortable, but most importantly, warm. Now isn't that better? Nonetheless, I'll make this quick. My name is Khan. Remember that. I'm sure you've all been thinking about what immortality will mean to you since our last meeting. Unfortunately, one or two of you were doing more than just thinking about it. He motioned to the two empty seats besides James. I ask you though, what good is immortality if you see your loved ones around you die? Well, why should you? So we have decided to allow you to invite three people to join you as members. You personally will be held responsible if they break any rules. Remember though, that we are giving all of this as a gift, which we are offering to you based on the value you offer back to humanity. This gift can just as quickly be taken back. Before he knew it, James found himself standing in his apartment again. Logging out of those meetings were becoming much easier. Three people. Zoe is obviously a top choice. But how do I choose the other two? Wow, there are too many things going on right now. He drank his now cold coffee, grabbed a breakfast to go bar and headed to the office, almost forgetting to put his rebreather mask over his head before he left the house. It was late that morning, and Zoe and Maria were sitting in their living room drinking tea. Mum. Mum? Are you okay? Pardon? Asked Maria, looking slightly frazzled. I asked if you were okay, you were busy talking and then suddenly just stopped and stared blankly at me. Zoe informed her, concern showing in her eyes. Oh, sorry, no I'm okay, not sure what happened there. Okay, Zoe whispered, wondering what that was all about. Well, that was a lot harder and rather ironically more emotional than expected. So we have tried counting all your emotions and have checked it twice, the first time we came up with. 622. Then 617 and 633. James said that we should add some on top of that just to be on the safe side. I think we should wait to see what he says. Yes I agree, Maria nodded quickly, it's too important, I'm going to check on your father. You give James a call and tell him he is welcome to stay for dinner again. She got up from the sofa and made her way briskly to the bedroom. Ah Troy, I hate these things, James said as he walked into the office, I feel like a bad version of Darth Vader. Ha ha, bruv, that's maybe because you look like a bad version of Darth Vader. Ah cheers for that. You all right? James asked, taking his mask off. Everything is all right with me bruv. How's you and the missus? We're good too, thanks. Lots happening. Could you round everyone up for an idea meeting please? Asked James. He hated not being able to speak to Troy about the ore, it was exactly the type of thing they would enjoy discussing, but he couldn't risk it. Maybe I should give Troy one of the spots. Would he even want it? I have to speak to Zoe first, she would probably want her parents to take the other two spots especially with all that is happening now. I'll wait until Scott is back with us before I speak to her about it. After everyone was called together, James commenced the meeting. Hi all, thanks for being available. I believe Chang can't make it, I'm sure he will watch the meeting when he can. All right team, so the idea is to create artificial coral reefs. 
The basics of it is gathering huge amounts of plastic, tying it up with rope made from recycled plastic, then float these out to sea. We'd make sure that organic material can grow on it, so after a few weeks it will be covered in sea moss, such as kelp, barnacles, etc. If we can get the formula just right, that will then kick off the natural processes of coral reef formation. Some feedback and discussion was held on the different methods and materials needed to pull off such a feat, and then James concluded the meeting. Let's see what we can come up with and then meet next week. Then he went back to his desk, he had a lot of admin to catch up on. Later that afternoon, he received a holler from Zoe. Hi James, hope your day is going well. Mom and I have finished compiling her emotions and she said I should invite you for dinner again tonight so we can discuss this with you. What do you think? Hope to see you soon. Moi. Would you like to reply? Kirk asked. Yes. Hi Zoe, great and thank you, I'd love to have dinner there again, although I think it would be prudent to go ahead with the plan, but we can talk more when I'm there. I'll be leaving now. End message. Message sent. Kirk replied. James. He turned to see Tabitha popping her head in. Yes? Would you join me in the recording studio please? She gave him a I have something I can't say out here look in her eyes. They went over to the studio and he played an audio track and made sure everything else was switched off. The team did that whenever they needed to talk privately about things related to the government, as they could be arrested for even thinking such things. What have you got? James asked. So I've done some research, don't worry it was on our encrypted computer, on the new idea. It seems that there were rumors of a plastic island that formed naturally in the Pacific Ocean around 70 years ago, but it was debunked as a conspiracy. Although, I ran some filter checks on a few photos that are still out there and no editing or any other anomalies are flagged, it seems they are real, Tabitha said in a whisper, still careful about who or what may be listening. Okay, thank you for letting me know. I think the best course of action is to apply for a waste handling and processing license first, then whatever we talk about or do we won't be stepping on any toes, said James. Okay, I'll get right on that, Tabitha replied. They left the room, James switched everything off, and headed out. Troy, I have something important I need to sort out at Zoe's, cheers for holding down the fort, have a great weekend. He requested a drone drop using his comms disc, pulled his mask over his head again and left his office. The drone drop was there moments later and soon he was on his way. Throughout the journey, he could not help but think over every detail of everything that was currently going on in his life. He thought about what Tabitha just told him, he thought about the extreme control the government currently had over their lives, he thought about the Morgans and how they had unplugged themselves and the liberation they had from it all, but then he also thought, was the price of living like they did really worth it? About a mile or so from Zoe's house, the drone broke through fuzzy grey as if he were entering a brand new world. Wow! There has to be some sort of draft or air vortex out here that cuts off the pollution. Zoe went out to greet James. She ran up and pounced on him, like she had done before, kissing his face all over. Hello, handsome. James squeezed her tight and, whilst returning her kisses, greeted her back. Hello my prettiness. James greeted Maria as he walked into the house. Buenas noches Maria. Buenas noches Señor James. 
Maria replied with a smile on her face. I didn't know you spoke Spanish. I don't really. He smiled back. Well it is so lovely to see you again. Could I offer you something to drink? Tea. Thank you, that would be nice. As they walked into the house, James tried to detect any movement towards the main bedroom, but it didn't look too hopeful. How is Mr. Jane today? James asked as they sat down. No change, unfortunately, Zoe sighed. I did run his vitals and all is still well, but no change in lucidness. Okay, so how did you get on with the counting? For X life, how many emotions did you work out? He asked. Maria looked at Zoe from across the kitchen. You tell him what we worked out, dear. Well, Zoe began, the first time we counted we came up with 622, then we counted again and we came to 617, so we counted a third time and got 633, Zoe said, looking a little perplexed. MMH okay, it's definitely not an exact science. One thing I learned when I was in there is that I have a lot more emotions going on each day than I expected. I think we should go with the larger number and then. Of course we're going to have to factor in all the emotions you've had since coming up with that number, up until you are about to log in. Mrs. Jane sat down after handing them their tea, and began to look quite pale. James, is there really not a better way? I'm beginning to find this all quite overwhelming. Maria, James quickly interjected, coming forward gently to offer consolation. I think it is important that, if you do still want to go ahead with this, change how Mr. Jane reacted, that you go tonight or at least first thing in the morning. The sooner you do this, the greater the chance you will get this right, James said. Thank you, James, Maria said meekly, taking his hand for a moment, before taking another sip of her tea. I just don't know. Mum, why don't you come with me to work in the morning, then I can go with you? Zoe offered. Yes, that's a good idea, and I will meet you there too. James chimed. The two of them looked eagerly at her. She took another sip of her tea and then nodded. Okay, yes, thank you. That will make me feel much better with it all. This technology is beginning to reach new limits, I'm not sure I can handle the consequences at my age. After Maria had agreed, James went on to explain everything she was to expect, from the im greeting her, to an in-depth description of the room, including the suite, wires and pipes. She looked at him, frightened again, but he tried to reassure her that it would all work out. I think I have an idea that will help you, Maria, to make you more comfortable with this new setup as well as selecting the right emotion. James announced. If you were to go back to that day using re-life, then you can get a taste of the upload experience and also see how it is to choose an emotion. James offered. The other two agreed that it was a great idea, and they immediately got up and went to Zoe's media station. Okay so it'll be similar to X-Life, James said as they helped Maria get set up. The main difference is that with this one, you can only go back a week or so, and you can only see very high emotions. So think of something positive that happened in your recent past and try to find that emotion. Better to go to a good memory than a bad one for this round. Remember, the idea of this is to practice, so that you can choose the right one for X. Life. Maria tried thinking of something positive that she had felt recently and found it rather difficult. 
All her heightened emotions in the last few weeks had been quite stressful and traumatic. It has been really difficult without your dad around. The last happy memory I had was of Scott taking me by the hand in the kitchen and dancing with me, I was making a lemon meringue and hazelnut pie, and it almost burnt in the oven we danced so long. But that was. Many weeks ago, thinking of something positive in the last week almost sounds impossible, she told Zoe, sadly. Zoe gave her mum a quick hug. There have been some good times in between all this chaos, she whispered to her. I just know it. Maria thought for a moment, holding Zoe tightly, and then her gaze fell on James and something clicked. A memory of them all sitting together, around the dinner table, discussing and eating a warm hearty meal came to her mind. She could see her sweet daughter, Zoe, and how she was looking so joyfully at this young man, James, who was such a comforting and strong male presence, not only for her during this difficult time, but for her precious daughter. She saw the glances that met across the table, the sparkle in her daughter's eye, she could see that she was truly in love. Nothing made her more happy to see her daughter so content with such a fine and confident young man. Maria suddenly pulled out of her embrace and said, Okay, I'm ready. James and Zoe looked at each other, gave her the thumbs up, and in she went. It's been over two hours, James, don't you think we should get her out? asked Zoe, with some concern. Yes, I was thinking the same thing actually. Zoe pressed the button on the second headset. Mom, it's time to log out now. Maria was just at the end of yet another happy memory when she heard Zoe's voice. She removed her headgear and sat down, smiling. How did it go? Were you able to find the memories that you wanted okay? Zoe asked. Yes, yes I did. It took me a little while, dear, but I figured it out in the end. But wow! I didn't realize how nice this would be. There are so many happy emotions that I hadn't even remembered that I found along the way. I'll need to do this more often, she said to them, bubbling over with happy energy. Yes, it is nice and can be quite addictive when you get the right memories going, James agreed, finding her optimism contagious. Just remember, ex-life will be different. It has a lot more emotions in it, it goes further back in the past, and includes all the small emotions in between. Maria nodded, but seemed too distracted to take his sober reminder in. Wow, look at the time, Zoe. Why don't you show James around the farm or something while I prepare dinner for us? I am absolutely famished. Yes, that sounds like a good idea, I could do with some fresh air. Zoe turned to James. If you're keen? Sounds like a plan, James nodded, lead the way. Zoe took her boyfriend properly around the water farm for the first time, she showed him where the water was processed, the natural filtration systems, the underwater ecosystem. Wow, James interrupted her. What is this for? Before them was a very large container of water, with different layers of sediment and hot steam rising from its surface. Out of it, James could see incredibly long pipes stretching out towards the ocean side. It looked like something out of a factory and he was rather surprised to see this on the farm. That's a skeps, a sodium chloride extraction and purification system. Zoe explained. Dad realized early on that the sea's ecosystem was the most efficient method of water filtration. The water is cleaned by plankton and microorganisms, they, 
along with the other little creatures, do an incredible job of preparing the water to be filtered. Obviously, with upgraded technology that makes thermal distillation easier and cheaper to run, it has made it possible for us to do this in our backyard. We run the water through this distillation to remove the salt, which essentially creates fresh water, ready to drink. I had no idea. This is all very impressive and I'm a little jealous that I didn't come up with it. James smiled and Zoe just looked at him with a proud and knowing look. Well, let's go inside. I think dinner will be ready, she said, and they made their way in. After finishing dinner and making the usual small talk, James went on about the water farm and the ecosystem for quite some time. It was all going so well, until the women could only answer so many of his questions and then he said. I'd love to have a chat with Mr. Jane about all his ideas and learn from him. Zoe and Maria went quiet. James caught himself immediately. Sorry, I didn't mean to be insensitive. No, it's okay James, Maria smiled. I'm sure Scott would love to get to know you better, too. They stood up from the table and James jumped in to help wash up. Mum, we'll need to leave here at 7am tomorrow if we are going to be on time. Zoe mentioned. Okay, well in that case I better be off to bed. It's going to be a big day. Good night Zoe, good night James. I will see you in the morning. Good night Maria, sleep well. After her mother had left, Zoe turned to James. James, why don't you stay? I'll sleep on the sofa, then you can go in with us tomorrow morning. I know mum and I would feel a lot more at ease if you did. Zoe rationalized her question. James made a small HMM sound, weighing up his options. You do make a strong case for yourself, Miss Jane. He quickly pulled her towards himself and kissed her. But I don't have any spare clothes here to sleep in. I'll get some of Dad's and we can put your clothes on a fast wash cycle and it'll be ready for tomorrow again, Zoe said, nullifying his apprehension. All right, I cave. But it's getting late we best make haste. Make haste? Zoe laughed, slightly giddy. When were you born? 1880? They headed towards her cottage. Hello Bob, James greeted the cat as he walked in. Oh and I insist that I take the sofa. Zoe smiled. Okay if you insist. Here are some spare clothes for you to sleep in. You can get changed in my room or the bathroom if you'd prefer. James took the clothes and went to the bathroom. Zoe went to her shop chop chop and shop printed a tooth cleaner. It only took moments to finish printing. Knock knock, James. I brought you a tooth cleaner. I had it shop printed quickly. Zoe told James through the closed door. Just a second. James pulled up his trousers and opened the door, his t-shirt half pulled on. Thank you, that's very thoughtful he said as he took it from her. But Zoe was a little distracted as she watched him dress. Zoe? James said with a smile. Oh yes, sorry um. Got a little, sidetracked there. No worries he chuckled as he gave Zoe a kiss and a hug, then they parted ways and headed to bed.